Would you rather be stalked by somebody you know or a stranger? You. Season one. Center chat. Let's talk. Welcome to the Center Cut Center Chat. I am Michael. And I am a stalker. I'm excited, David. Yay, it's going to be fun. We're going to get stalked today. We are going to get stalked. We've both been saying we could really use some stalkers, and today's the day. We're going to discuss whether or not we would want our stalker to be someone that we know or someone that we don't, though. Correct. And if you haven't, please go check out the full episode for season one of You on Netflix, and then come back here and talk with us. Yeah. Or you could like listen to the rest of this thing. Go do it. Either way, whatever floats your boat. Pick your poison. All right, David, I think a lot of this discussion is going to be clarification up front. I think so, too. What defines a stranger? Ooh, do they make me feel as though I am in danger? <laughs> I don't think. No, we, that's very, very loose. Hmm. Yeah, it is. Well, like, so is the person who took my peanut butter cup cold brew order at Dunkin' Donuts today a stranger? They know what car I drive. Their fingers grazed mine as they handed me the cup of glorified pig water that I put into my body. I'm sure they could probably finagle their POS system to see what my credit card number is. They know I drink oat milk. Are they a stranger? Did I just gain a new stalker? I mean, maybe. Are they stalking you? Have you seen them again? Well, no, but does that count as a stranger? Are they currently outside in the bushes jerking it? <laughs> maybe. Do you consider that a stranger? What qualifies a stranger? I consider that a stranger. I consider as someone you know as someone that you have formally met and spent some sort of time with. Okay, well, what about a person that I'm Facebook friends with that I went to high school with, and I literally haven't seen them in over 15 years, but I know where they work. I know what their ugly kid looks like. I know their vaccination status. Are they a stranger? No. Because you you knew them at one point. You were close-ish. But I haven't seen them in 15 years. And if I didn't, I, don't, I might not even know what they look like. They haven't updated their profile picture in seven years. Fine. You know what? Fucking everyone's a stranger. Congratulations. <laughs> you've done it. <laughs> well, no, I just, I think it's just harder to parse in this digital world that we live in. Like, what is a stranger and what's not? If this was 1972, like, okay. Oh, my God. You in a technology shaming lately. <laughs> in this technological world that we live in, no one's a stranger. Well, here's what I think. Here's my parameters. I think it has to be somebody who has either been to your current house, you've been to theirs, or you've spent more than 10 direct hours together in the past 10 years. I say direct, like somebody that has worked in the same building as me for four years. We've only walked past each other in a hallway. That's a stranger still, right? Yeah. We didn't have direct contact. But if I sit next to someone every day and like we talk, they're not a stranger, even if they've never been to my house and I've never been to theirs. Yeah, I would agree with that. Fine. Your very, very technical definition of a stranger <laughs> is acceptable. So if I spent 20 hours with someone 11 years ago and haven't seen them or talked to them since, they're a stranger now. <laughs> sure. Okay. But if they went to my house, then they're not no longer a stranger. Oh, so the house part is infinite? I think so. If someone has been in your domicile, they're no longer a stranger. Yeah. Right? If I let someone in my house, 
I obviously feel comfortable enough with them to have them in my safe space. I'm going to remember them if I see them again at some point. Yeah, but like, do you remember the cable guy that came and installed your cable when you first moved in your condo? Yes, 100%. Uh, so if you ran into that dude on the street again, you would you would be like, hey, you installed my cable seven years ago. Yes. He literally, he turned on our cable and was like, I got to play you this music video. And he played, <laughs> he's like, here, this is my favorite song. It's son of a bitch. I don't, I don't know who it is, but anyone who knows that son of a bitch song. The cable guy made us watch that music video with him. The full thing. He sat there the full time we watched while we watched the full then music video. Then obviously that was a bad example because that guy was awesome. <laughs> there have to definitely be people that have come into your house that you would not consider to be a friend or even someone you know. No, I'm very selective of the people that I let into my into my life. All right, fine. Okay, fine. The parameters have been defined. <laughs> All right, now what is stalking? Uh, standing in the bushes and jerking it. I, I don't. <laughs> well, that is stalking, but I'm saying I guess we need to define what is not stalking because obviously, yes, there are many things that are. But like, I know obviously, just generally, it's somebody giving unwanted attention. But I think to me, it has an air of like unbeknownst to the stalky, right? Like you don't usually know the person is stalking you, like back with Joe in you she didn't know that he was like watching her from afar right like someone if, if you know someone's watching you from your bushes then it, it's not really stalking then they're just harassing you right or is it the same thing i don't know i don't know i mean so the definition of a stalker according to the oxford dictionary is a person who harasses or persecutes someone with unwanted and obsessive attention. Yes, I was pretty damn close. Yeah, you were. I mean, everyone knows what stalking is. <sighs> if someone is harassing me with unwanted attention, just uh, nowhere in the definition does it kind of dictate that it has to be unknown to you. Yeah, but I just feel like that makes more sense. I just don't think if I see someone every single day and they're just like, hey, Michael, I'm going to watch you take off your underwear today. That's not really stalking to me. That's just like harassing me. And I'm going to call the cops on them. Okay. But if someone has a stalker and then they figure out who that person is and they have like a, like they take them to court, even if they continued to be creepy and follow them around and stuff, you would still consider that no longer stalking? Because they are aware of their presence. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking of it from like the animal kingdom. Like if, if you're stalking your prey, your prey doesn't know you're there. A lion, is, it's when it's stalking the zebra, it's not just like, hey, zebra, I'm here. What's up? It's like creeping around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Hmm. They're watching us, but we're not watching them is the way that I look at it. Fine. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. Then let's stalk, David. I have a clarification. Oh, okay. Then let's not stalk yet. Not No stalking yet. Are we assuming that the person who is stalking us is doing it in Joe fashion and is trying to make our life better? Or is this just a traditional stalker that just wants it? Yeah, no, that's kind of what I was. You're right. I actually wanted to clarify that as well. Like, I, do they constantly yearn to catch a glimpse of my private parts or is it malicious? Like they want to just catch me the first moment I'm alone so they can swoop in and lop my giant head off my body. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think we can talk about both. Okay. To me, I think if it's the former, if it's they're into me and they want to do me, I think I would initially lean stranger. But if it's the latter, like if they want to hurt me, I think I would go more with somebody I know mm. off the top. I mean, obviously, we can talk about it. That's kind of where I'm leaning. Yeah. It is an interesting question, and I did zero preparation. <laughs> so let's <laughs> fucking do this. All right. So for sexually, if someone's sexually trying to stalk me, yeah, I already know that everybody that even knows me a little bit wants a piece, man or woman or whatever they are on the spectrum. Fact. As of last chat, I look like Mark Wahlberg, and you have a giant penis. We have a very successful podcast. Who wouldn't want a piece of this, you know? It's true, but I got room, baby. Come on board, stranger. No, you've seen me. I'm willing to bet 
all people that have slept with me are because of my personality or desperation, not because of my weird face or body that flops around like the inside of a lava lamp. But the point is, if our stalker is stalking because they want me, then I would pick a stranger because we all want more people to like us, right? Well, I guess that's the end of the podcast, guys. Lock it in. (laughs) No, like you want more people to like you. You don't want less people to like you. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a small pocket of people who want to be invisible and have nobody know them. But for the most part, like people want to be not necessarily famous, but you want people to look at you and think, oh, golly, they are cool about you. So like out of a sheer numbers game, I want to add another person to my fan club. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. That's that's not stalking then. What do you mean? Because it's not unwanted attention. Just blew your mind. Well, no, I don't want them to be in my bush jerking off to me. I want people to look at me, man, woman, both. And say, man, I want to touch my genitals or their genitals. Yes, but I don't want them to actually do it. But then, like, that's where it ends. Yes. Their thought about it. And then they go on their life realizing that they're never going to have another chance to touch your genitals. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But who doesn't want that? Again, I don't think that there are people like, yes, I want to be molested. No, that's not a thing. Well, I mean, there's probably some people, but I mean, like people don't want to be ugly. Like they don't want to be like, I want everybody to see me and go, Ugh. no, that people want to be wanted. Can I say that's what I want? So then I have an argument for like why I am the way I am. <laughs> I want everyone to be repulsed by me. No. That's why I eat so many Entenmann's Danishes and <laughs> never do my hair. Hey, don't talk bad about Entenmann's Danish. We want them. I'm not. Okay. I love Entenmann's Danish. I will eat them constantly for the rest of my life. They are the way that I am. Okay. I can blame most of it on Entenmann's Danish. <laughs> I think that your argument that you would rather want somebody unknown to you to want you sexually is kind of bullshit. Why? Because I don't care about those people's opinions. I care about the people I know and trust's opinions. And if those people want me, then I know I'm doing it right. I mean, I want those people too. I want all people. I'm selfish. What do you want from me? Well, yeah, but you but you were saying that you would lean towards if if that was the case, if we were looking at specifically sexual stalkers, that you would want it to be strangers because you want all those people to want you. Yeah, I want more. It's a numbers game, man. I just want as many as possible. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So, I mean, you just want as many people close to and licking your genitals as possible. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> And speaking of my fan club wanting to lick me, David, let's hit up an important center commercial about things that you can lick. Mm, Stupid. (laughs) Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly one million businesses. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in office ascending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Now, I mentioned it in the full episode, but I have a book selling side hustle. I literally go to the post office at least four days a week, usually five. They know me by name. I don't even have to ask for media mail anymore. They just start ringing me up. It's time out of my day that I will never get back. It smells funny in there. And most importantly, it costs me money and eats into my bottom line. Save time and money with Stamps.com. 
there's no risk. And with our promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. All right, so we talked a little bit about our stalker wanting us sexually. Yeah. But what if our stalker is trying to kill us? Oh, then. (laughs) So then it becomes a question of, do I want them the benefit of knowing things about me? Mm -hmm. Or do I want the benefit of being able to spot them out of a crowd? Exactly. And I think because like with our rule set on what someone knowing you entails, then by the transitive property, I know them. And if I know somebody, I feel like I would stand a better chance of being able to beat them in a battle for my life. You know? Yeah. Like if my stalkers was one of my friends in front of me of the show, Jessica's husband, Adam, I wouldn't even try to get in a hand to hand combat with him because he does like jujitsu training shit on the reg and he would just crunch me up into submission and I would die of exhaustion before he even had to really do anything. So knowing that it was him, I would settle it the old-fashioned lazy white person way with a gun yeah or like if i was like stalking your wife i wouldn't try and break her arm or something because it can bend infinitely (laughs) if it was another friend of the show charlin then i wouldn't waste time getting a gun permit i'd just lure her in with a puppy and take her out (laughs) i would use their strengths and weaknesses against them yeah agreed yeah so it gives us a leg up but I think them knowing you also gives them a leg up, right? Like they know all that. They know they could potentially kind of, depending on how close you are to them, could know how you think, could know your regular wanderings and happenings. They would kind of have an upper hand as well. It's true. But ultimately, though, you always fare better against the video game boss when you've played through the game before rather than like yeah. the first time you're encountering them. But that's because the video game boss isn't learning anything about you. That's true. <laughs> no, you're right. And if our stalker is worth their salt, whether they knew me beforehand or not, they're going to get to know me well enough to know my weaknesses just by watching me and creeping on my stuff. So over time, I think it becomes less important. But at the onset of stalkerdom, I think the person who knows me has a slight advantage on knowing how to attack me efficiently, like you said. Yeah, but you're right. If if it's a long con, then the stranger is going to level that playing field on their side, but will no longer have the benefit of being able to recognize them or know anything about them. Exactly. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think if the person is trying to hurt us, I really think it's an advantage for us to have it be someone we know. Yeah, I think you're right. But here's a question we haven't parsed yet. Okay. What if they're trying to sex us and then hurt us? Or the other way around. If they're a necrophiliac, they're trying to hurt us and then sex us. Hmm. Hmm. Like there's not just one or the other. Joe is both. I don't know that Joe is both. I don't think he Mm. went into stalking Beck thinking that he was going to kill her. No. At all. Like I think it only turned to that because Beck didn't also want to do him in the end. Well, not in his end, like in the end. But also probably in his end. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) You kind of touched on it. But I think one thing is that I feel like I'm far more perceptive than the average person. A, I'm extremely good at reading people. I can smell a suckball person a mile away. But B, I can catch small tells and notice things that most people wouldn't. I say this all to say that for me, I would be more likely to notice a stranger being around me more all of a sudden. Like, it wouldn't be as crazy to have somebody you know just popping up in places. It'd be like, oh, Cindy, it's nice seeing you in this Walmart bathroom with me. 
Where on the other hand, <laughs> if I saw some mean looking guy for the first time at the gas station and then the next day he walked by my driveway with his dog, I would do a double take. I'd be like, what? Yeah, or like every guy? time I looked out my front window, they were standing in the road. It's like, hmm. Yeah, like who is this person that I've never seen before? But if it was someone I knew, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I wish there was a sound that my eye rolls made so our listeners could hear how many times I eye rolled during that little humble <laughs> speech that you just gave. It was humble saying that I, I saw no. our friend Cindy in a Walmart bathroom. No, oh. it was sarcastically humble when you just talked about how great of a person you are. How observant <laughs> you are. It was a great person. I just said that I'm perceptive. Anyway, <laughs> you agree with me, though? Yeah, I, I do think I think you're right. I think it would be easier to notice a stranger being around us more after the first time. I'm a people watcher, so I'm like constantly kind of looking around yeah. and observing the things around me. So I think I would probably notice when someone who I did not expect to show up multiple times showed up multiple times. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Where if it's someone you know, you're like, oh, this is just a funny coincidence. Agreed. Could just be stalking you in like regular life. Like in the yeah. show, it seemed like Peach was just stalking Beck, but she never showed up to something she wasn't normally going to be at. It's just she was there. Like that's right. where she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like almost impossible to spot that. If right. it's just like a coworker and you always see him at work, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's that's just this is where they are. Yeah, but I guess I don't know why that's the case. So like unless you specifically agree to see this person in a place or like it's something that's part of their normal day to day. Why is it that we as people would be less likely to think it's weird when someone we know is in a place that we don't expect them to be like it shouldn't. Yeah. So we're just we're more willing to assume it's coincidental. Yeah. I don't know why, though. If I saw a stranger in two separate places that I did not expect them to be, I would be immediately red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately suspicious of them. But if I saw a friend of mine, I'm just like, oh, look, what a coincidence. <laughs> right. Such a small world. Yeah. That's a good point. That's how they get you. Yeah. Someone smarter than me will have to explain that to me. I'm going to have to get all my friends into a room and be like, listen, <laughs> I need to see everyone's phones. Who's taking pictures of me sleeping? It's got to be one of you. If you want my underwear, just ask. Just, <laughs> just ask. ask. I have plenty. I have this extra spare thong <laughs> that I only wear once a year when my laundry is all, all dirty. No, that's me, David. Just take it. This is my, this is my special talk. You stay away from that. Now that we've kind of talked through, when we went into this, I didn't really know which way I was headed, but I'm I'm feeling pretty confident now. I I I think I'm set on my answer. All right, I think I'm set on my answer too. All right, Michael. So here we go. Would you rather be stalked by a stranger or someone you know? Stranger. stranger. Yeah, I think once we kind of talked through it, I think there are few benefits to having it be someone you know. I am okay with new people wanting to watch me do stuff. The more, the merrier. Like, hook up a camera 24-7. I'll be the dude from The Truman Show. I don't give a shit. Let me entertain you. Somebody I know is boring. Why are you stalking me? Just ask. It's far less creepy. I'll give you whatever you want. I'll give you whatever you want. That is also a weird, like, psychological thing. Is I almost would be willing to give a stalker the benefit of the doubt because they didn't know how to approach me. But someone I know, I would be like, what the fuck? I talk to you all the time. Just just say something. <laughs> like, that's weird. Yeah. Just tell me you want to watch me take a pee. I might be able to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, I probably could. I pee a lot. <laughs> pee is $5. Poop is 10 <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Wahlberg. <laughs> no, I mean, for all the, all the reasons we already talked about, I think that 
that strangers would be easier for us to spot, be easier for us to identify as a stalker, especially if it was something that could put my life in danger, or put the people around me in danger. So it seems like a slam dunk at that point once we stumbled on that. Obviously, we have our decisions, but we need to know what you all think. Yeah. So we're going to post on Instagram the day that this episode comes out. So now that you've listened through, you might have a decision of your own. So head over to Instagram and comment on our, our post or hit up our stories and let us know if you would rather be stalked by a stranger or a friend. Yes, please. Now, David, we have only one main episode, one chat, and one award show left in season two. What is coming up for the last main episode? Ooh, baby. I don't believe it. The final main episode of season two, November 3rd, we are covering Under the Silver Lake with Showtime. I have watched the ends of Under the Silver Lake, and I know I've said this a few times this season, but what in the world is this movie? Yeah, they're getting just progressively crazier. It is wild, and I am excited to be talking about it, and you all should be excited to come back and hang out with us. Absolutely. We'll be here. We'll be here with Showtime. It's going to be a good time with Showtime. That is true. And as always, if you have feedback, please send it to the centercutcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and go to all of our socials. We already talked about Insta, but we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, all that stuff. And go follow the show on Apple Podcasts or listen to us on Good Pods, which is a new spot that's great, you know, wherever. And leave a review. Yes, please. And remember, our opinion, just like Benji's soda business now that he's dead, does not matter. Mm